we are so powerful as women and you know i think we we have this um the potential to influence and impact our children and our partners and our families and our communities and 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 beyond Welcome to Radically Loved Radio. I am your host, Rosie Acosta, yoga teacher and teacher trainer, mindfulness coach, speaker, and creative writer. I am also the founder of radicallyloved.com, a website where you can go for more information about yoga, mindfulness, meditation, and lifestyle advice. On this podcast, we talk to people within our health and wellness community that are creating content through the ritualistic practice of yoga, meditation, or overall mindful living. We hope to create value in your life so that you can achieve your highest potential and live a radically loved life. To stay in touch with us, just follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Rosie Acosta and on Facebook at Radically Loved Rosie. You can sign up for our newsletter on radicallyloved.com to stay up to date on future workshops, retreats, and latest podcasts. I hope that Radically Loved Radio leaves you feeling inspired to create something powerful. My teacher, Yoga Rupa Rodstreicher, says, if you powerfully believe in the value you have to offer the world, your love and passion for it will be an unstoppable force. Thanks for listening. Hey guys, most of you know that I have returned back to a plant-based diet, so my beverage consumption has increased quite, quite a bit. Don't judge. I know there's some of you out there that really enjoy beverages. So one of my favorite things to drink lately, which I'm consuming a lot of, is Four Sigmatic's new Golden Latte Mushroom Mix. It has shiitake and turmeric in it. It's totally organic, caffeine-free, vegan, and only one gram of palm sugar per serving. I love being able to travel with these little packets because they're really easy to make. All you need is some hot water. Some of the additional ingredients in the golden latte are adaptogenic tulsi, warming ginger, and a pinch of black pepper to support turmeric skin loving properties. So not only do your insides feel amazing, but your skin looks great. Go to Four Sigmatic now and enter promo code radically loved. That's R-A-D-I-C-A-L-L-Y-L-O-V-E-D to get 15% off of your entire purchase. Be sure to check out all the other products that they have there as well. Uh, I'm so excited to have you. <laughs> First of all, just only because I, I love the sound of your voice. I'm sure you get that a lot though, right? Jessica? No, not really. <laughs> um, I'm excited to, to talk to you about uh, purpose and everything, your life's work, really everything that you've done. Um, I'm so excited to have you on as a guest on the show. So thank you for thank being you. here. It's a pleasure. Thank you for having me. And um, where are you right now? I am in Surrey, which is uh, effectively suburbia. So a little bit outside of London, um, which is lovely. It's kind of close enough to get into the city very quickly, but it's nice and quiet. And we have, you know, green and flowers and foxes, (laughs) which I love. (laughs) <laughs> That's wonderful. I love that. And so I feel like you and I have had sort of like paralleled lives <laughs> just, uh-huh. just in, in your career path and, and right. you know, being able to, you know, get to a place where you're now your life shifted and you're, you know, now living, you know, for 
for lack of a different word, you're living a life mm-hmm. of purpose. And mm-hmm. uh, I'm so excited for uh, our listeners to get to know you and to get a little bit of background of, of who you are and what you do. So I'll try and be succinct because <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I've had like nine lives. Um, I am, you know, the, the easy way to say is I'm an entrepreneur and author. Um, and my background has been um, like 20 years in media. I started as a journalist before moving into PR um, and became an accidental entrepreneur about 12 years ago when I realized there were no um, multicultural greeting cards in the sort of, you know, the high street, like the main shopping store, you know, the main stores in, in London. Uh-huh. Um, and I'd been looking for a card for which really represented my little girl who had beautiful Afro hair and she was going through this stage where she didn't really like her hair. So I was looking for a brown skinned princess, um, just a really simple card. And I was going to write, you are perfect as you are. And just discovered there was nothing in the high street which was representative. And so decided I would be the woman to create that missing um, range And that sort of took me on this entrepreneurial journey, um, which led to me winning a few business awards and being honoured by the Queen. And then I started my own PR agency because I really wanted to bring a new way of, I wanted to bring integrity and authenticity into public relations. Mm -hmm. And and then most recently I I wrote Purpose two years ago, which... um, yeah, it's published by Hay House and has taken me into this new wonderful world of writing, which I'm just relishing at the moment. That's so incredible. And, and I love that you, that that was sort of the catalyst to, to get you to what you're doing now. And so mm. I know that you, you know, you also do uh, speaking and, and you talk about, you know, like, why uh why our calling is so pressing to to who we we want to become and and to me i akin this to us you know in yoga it's it's finding our dharma you know it's like Mm -hmm. that that internal desire that's like burning within us that wants to become realized and so Mm. i guess my my question to you is you know as you lived many careers you know and you've had these really incredible accolades how what at what point or have there been many different points in your life where you you were able to sort of discern what that calling was for you like what how were you able to discern what that voice was that's a good question um I think you know what it is I think often it was knowing what it wasn't Mm. so you know those moments where you start to feel a kind of conflict between where you are um, be that environment, you know, workplace or relationship, um, and who you feel you are becoming. Because I, you know, our, our dharma or our purpose is something which evolves, it's not stagnant. And so there were points in my 20s where, you know, flying around the world on private jets and working with superstars was <laughs> loads of fun, you know, like it was great. Yeah. <laughs> um, but as I got older, you know, I started to, you know, my that became more, more sort of sure in my of my values, um, and my perspective shifted. And so, you know, it's um, there were definitely moments where I started to feel this space between who I was and who I was becoming, and this kind of 
this sort of this compulsion really to which was was calling me to step often out of a, of a, a situation or an environment and into something new which often was unknown but the, the the key is to really to recognize that that disconnect um and listen to it and and take action because otherwise we start that's where we start to um experience a lack of fulfillment and discontent and at best and and, and unhappiness and, and even illness so at worst i think when, when that calling goes on un, unheard and unresponded to mm-hmm. and i feel like that's something that we're hugely suffering from now i think that there's so many people that are just not happy you know and and i feel like that's why this type of work is so revered because you're providing a little bit of insight in in how it related to your story but also being able to like mentor people along the way Mm. yes i mean it's 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 beautiful it's um you know i i've you know, I feel very blessed. I've I've been fortunate to experience a lot in in my life already, um, but I'm so proud of my book. I'm so proud of this book because it's, uh, yeah, it's the bravest thing I've done in many ways. You know, just to really be allow myself to be seen, um, warts and all. You know, because for a long time I was, you know, awarded these these sort of titles of you know uh, hot women under 30 not in a sexual sense but in a you know an accomplished sense right. hopefully in a, in a sexy sense too but no but you know and, and it's like well yeah inspiring and role model but also there were you know other things going on and that wasn't the whole picture and um you know there's such a power in sharing and allow and being vulnerable enough to allow yourself to really be seen so that people can connect with that and resonate and and know that you know, it's not all light and positivity and, and that's okay. And, you know, there's hope. So, um, and the feedback's just been beautiful and it's really, yeah, it's, it's, it's very, very meaningful to, um, to share something which connects with people. Yeah. And I, I mean, you also speak to the fact that you were, um, you were a teenage mother and you were expelled from school and, mm-hmm. you know, all, all of these obstacles that you had to overcome just as as a young woman um which again it's it speaks highly to the work that you're doing now and and providing the the right questions and the right support for us to be able to ask so do you ever now where you are in in your life like how how often do you think about that that portion in your life all the time, because, you know, every time I am trying to work out how to parent a 19 year old, <laughs> I'm reminded of how, you know, ill equipped I am in many ways. And that, you know, I'm still working it out. Um, I look at my friends and their kids are five. <laughs> so there's nobody who, you know, who's kind of been there. Yeah. Um, I'm I'm really like you know tra- I'm I'm laying the I'm taking the first step so I'm blazing the trail, um, but no in, in yeah all the time and and in 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 many ways it it's wonderful because it means I don't take anything for granted every morning I wake up and I do my gratitude list and you know I am it, it's it's it comes from the heart you know it's not intellectual I am truly grateful and blessed for this this life and this this space that I find myself in because 
you know, those those mornings and, and evenings and days when things were just such a struggle and there was a cloud above my head. You know, it's very easy to reconnect with those feelings. And um, yeah, it's it's wonderful to have the the juxtaposition and the contrast. Yeah. Um, so I, I, I and also just to be able to empathize and connect with people from a broad spectrum of backgrounds is something that I'm grateful for. Um, I think it's important. And uh, yeah, that's one blessing that comes with having experienced such a range of circumstances in my life. How do you think it how do you think being in the UK is different in, in that sense? Do you think it's the same everywhere? Like, do you think that we experience this, those things in the same way here in, in the States? Um, when you say those same things, you mean, what do you, what do like, you mean? Like, uh, just, I'll give you an example. Like mm-hmm. in, in the States, like it, it seems to be more prevalent now, you know, this I, idea of, uh, you know, self-development and mm-hmm. being able to, uh, provide support for people who are, you know, overcoming obstacles and trying to like create a a better life in a, in a very sort of conscientious self-aware place. Mm -hmm. Right. And Mm. I, I find that, that, you know, being in Europe, like it's just, things are different. It's like sometimes the things that we think are a big deal here in the States, my UK friends are like, that's not really that big of a deal. Because this wasn't part of my strategy, I didn't wake up one day and say, right, for the third chapter of my career, I'm going to position myself in this mind, body, spirit space and reinvent mm-hmm. myself as somebody who talks about purpose. It didn't go that way for me. I, I, I kind of landed here. Um, I evolved here. And so but it is interesting for me that, you know, my background isn't the typical background for the people who operate in this space. Um and I think there's a power and there's a, a benefit to that because it means that, you know, we all we we can all live better, happier, fulfilled, you know, limitless lives, want lives, lives once we grasp that we are, you know, the power is with us and that we are effectively co-creating these lives. But so often that message is only shared, you know, within a certain community who are who are more privileged and and have the space to even ponder Mm. things like purpose. Mm -hmm. So for me, you know, I'm really, really committed and passionate about using my voice in a way where it reaches as many people as possible. And and definitely those who, who really need it, like who um, could really benefit from just seeing things in a new way and, and having new perspectives. Um, I think that's important. So, you know, I prefer to focus on the kind of the the positive of it, you know, mm-hmm. is that, you know, I do have this this background, which means that if I'm speaking to another kid from a council estate or, you know, from a dysfunctional background or somebody who's marginalized, they may listen because they may hear something in me that they connect with. Yeah. Um, and that's a that's a great thing. Yeah. I think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, for for me growing up as well like not having you know we didn't have very many role models like you know I grew up Mm. during you know in the 90s during the LA riots and we were you know surrounded by a lot of dysfunction and 
there was never anybody that we really had that was the model of oh you don't have to do things this way or or like you say uh have somebody who's who's modeling uh a different behavior or, or a different perspective. Like mm-hmm. there wasn't anybody doing that. You know, it's like we mm-hmm. had teachers in school and stuff, but it, it just didn't have the same effect because we were also sort of conditioned to believe that, you know, teachers were, were part of the system and, you know, mm-hmm. like the policemen were out to get us, you know, yeah. like this kind yeah. of mentality. So then yeah. at that point, like, where do you go from there? You know? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, ab- absolutely. Ab- absolutely. There are so many of those ideologies and outlooks and belief systems that just keep getting passed down from generation to generation. And um, yeah, it, I I have this, this, I, I you know, I, I'm a bit like, I find myself a bit like a sponge these days where, <laughs> you know, and it's good and bad. Um, but yeah, we have a responsibility. Um yeah, we we have a responsibility to um, yeah, to 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 share any you know anything that we learn. How can we pass it? How can we pass it on? How can we pay it forward? Um, yeah. And the joy is there. You know, it's that that's where that's where joy is. It's all it's all it's in that sharing. Um, hmm. I love that. How is it then? You know, having this. I, I like to call it like you know, your, your responsibility or your, your duty now that, that, mm-hmm. that you have, you know, with, with this new, it's not even new. I mean, this is something that I think you've probably been doing throughout all of your lifetimes, you know, like with every mm-hmm. career that you've had is, is this idea of, of finding your truth and embracing your calling. Like, I'm sure that that mm-hmm. you were able to write this book because you were having these experiences, um, during this process how has that affected your parenting Mm. I think you you know you're right I I the only difference is now it's like I have two feet in so Mm -hmm. I was doing it before but still trying to conform still trying to often be a circle trying to be a box because I thought people wanted boxes Uh, (laughs) you know so this in some ways this was like a kind of coming out um you know I had this this kind of profound um spiritual experience in in during the period I was caring for my dad which is when I um when he he was terminally ill and that's when I started to write and that was two years ago so that was a big turning point but it felt a bit like a coming out like this is who I am you know, if it isn't for you, feel free to drop off at this point because this is who I am, you know. Yeah. Um, so that's the shift, the shift now. And in in terms of, of my parenting, I guess, you know, having, I mean, first of all, I was just trying to work it out as a young mum, you know, with, with the knowledge that I had, which was limited. Um, my daughter is amazing um, and that has everything to do with the, you know, the essence of who she is. Um, so she made it, she made it easy. Um, but I think it's that this shift from feeling that our role as parents is to mold these little human beings, um, to feeling that our responsibility is to create a space and an environment where they are safe enough to become more of who they already are. 
So, you know, how can we nurture this, 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 this spirit, which is, you know, comes to us with its personality. I mean, you see your kid's mm -hmm. personality early on. Um, how can we create a space where they are just confident and comfortable enough to, yeah, to evolve um, with the boundaries? And um, so it's a slightly different or quite a different um, approach, I guess. Yeah, that's uh, I uh, my little sister uh, is 20. She just turned 20 last week. Um, so we, we've had her for the last two years, uh, and she was around when she was little, but I, I feel very, uh, akin to parents of teenagers. And I, I really feel for you guys oh, wow. just because, <laughs> <laughs> just because I, I'm like, wow, this sucks sometimes. <laughs> I mean, that's the truth, you know, um, but it's, it's interesting for me and, and, uh, especially because this is part of your work, but you're also a parent. And, and I feel like obviously you, you've done a really great job at integrating the two together. And I'm sure your daughter is an incredible human as you are. Um, Thank you. how, how can we, as let's say mentors or parents begin to instill that that desire for for truth and and that embracing embracing of of what our calling is and what our purpose is how can we we guide our our young ones to do that i think we have to live it i think mm. yeah it's it's like anything you know we can you know, if you think about in our relationships with our other halves, if, if we have them, you know, we can nag and moan and coerce. But um, when they really make shifts is when we is when they see the shift in us, when yeah. they see our behavior change is, is when they're like, oh, what's going on here? Um, so I think it is it is literally that, you know, be, being the change. And um, when we adopt behaviors which enhance our lives and make us happy, um, and fulfilled uh we we that's where you know we are we we are so powerful as women and you know i think we we have this um the potential to influence and impact our children and our partners and our families and our communities and 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 beyond um because you know we we were always the matriarchs we were always the kind of the, the the peak in the triangle it's just that that's been forgotten through through the ages mm -hmm. um but we really do we have such a power and such a responsibility that comes with that but it starts with us you know adopting that that um you know loving ourselves enough because that's what it comes down to it's 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 the the ultimate self-love to allow yourself to live out the life that you you know that is your truth and be the person that, you know, you truly are um, at, at your core beneath all of these layers. And it, it requires courage to, to step into that often. There's often a whole process that, that, that we, we go through before we, um, before we get there, which never really ends. But if we do that, then it will become the norm for our children to do that. Um, yeah. Oh, I love that. I love that you're saying that because... I, I feel like it's such a powerful thing to be able to to do so that they can mm -hmm. they can see the power that we have, not only just as women, mm -hmm. but 
as as strong women and entrepreneurs and and spiritual leaders and teachers mm -hmm. and you know all of these these different roles that we can we can be extremely successful in and thrive in so that they can have that security you know i feel like because the the equality between you know men and women is is still something very new you know i hate mm. to say that but it's mm. true you know like it, it's definitely something that it's you know has not been cultivated in us enough so i almost feel mm -hmm. like part of us we have to do this unlearning thing yeah right? yeah yeah i do 100 percent, and it's 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 on both sides you know, because there is a there's a there's a pressure that is that falls on the shoulders of men. Um, you know, we've we've bit the conditioning is is twofold. Um, it, it's us as somehow inferior as not having the same rights and the same standing in society. Mm -hmm. um, but on the men's side, it's that they must be strong. They mustn't show emotion. They must carry the world on their shoulders. And, you know, I, I don't know what the stats are in the States, but here, you know, male suicide is a massive problem. It's a massive, mm -hmm. you know, they, there's there's just this 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 huge, I think it's the second biggest killer of men here. And, you know, we have to look at where is that coming from? Like, why is it that men can't communicate and express um, in the way that, you know, perhaps is more comfortable for us to do as women? So I think there's a whole, there's a lot to unpick um, but we we can start doing it within within ourselves and then also within our relationships and and start to cultivate much more healthier um, natural um, paradigms for even what relationships and, and families look like. But when we you know this is this is this is a big piece of work, particularly when we are in you know families that. You know, and, and that's before we start talking about, you know, culturally and ethnicity mm -hmm. and, and all of that mm -hmm. mess that we have to mm -hmm. undo. This stuff is far reaching. And but it starts with us actually acknowledging it um, and acknowledging that we are not it. You know, we are we are not that we are not that um, travesty. We are not that inequality um, and building our sense of self from a place which is um yeah, steeped in truth. Yeah. Yeah. So how how do we begin to move past that? Do you think it's like, in a way where it's not, we're not trying to negate our conditioning or, or, you know, revert our, our past in any way. It, it's just really uh, uh, opening of, of the bandwidth of understanding and, and cultivating something new, right? So yeah. How do we how do we start to do that now? I think as I, I, I think that there are it's I mean, it's twofold. There's a piece of work that needs to be done by institutions and by, you know, leaders and, and, and governments. But really, unless it's done on an individual level, I don't know how change can be affected in a way which is anything but surface level because you know you can bring in initiatives and quotas and things but if there isn't this fundamental integrity and real understanding of why we need change I don't know that it's sustainable so I, I think 
you know, the more of us that start to become conscious of how we are impacted and influenced by ideas and narratives which are just untrue, forget unhealthy, they just are untrue and they they hold us back individually and they hold us back as a community and as a, as a, a human race. Um, you know, the more of us that wake up to that and start to do that unpicking and strip back those layers and, and create a new you know, a new, um, a new way, mm-hmm. you know, that, 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 that has a, tr- a ripple effect. Yeah. Um, and, and I, you know, I'm hopeful that we are in, we are in the, um, we are in the process of seeing that start to unfold or perhaps it's been unfolding for some time, but from where I'm sitting, I, I'm, it, I'm hopeful. Oh, me too. That's two of us. Hopefully we can, we can create a ripple effect. So um, for for the people that are listening to, to you and to this conversation um, that are maybe struggling with, with finding, finding their purpose or finding their calling, like maybe they just have, you know, they're at an age where they feel like I should have already found my calling. Where is it? I can't find it. What would you say to that, that person? I would say chill. It's okay. <laughs> it's okay. You know, like it's just okay. Take the pressure off. Um, and the mere fact that you are feeling uh, a sense of um, dissatisfaction with where you are is is a good thing because it means that you're ready. You know, you're 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 being honest. There are so many people out there who won't even admit admit to themselves that they aren't happy that they aren't content that they're not where they would have liked to be they've accepted that this is their lot um and some of that is conditioning as well because Mm -hmm. it's incredible how you know you know when I used to go and do the the commute to work you'd see all these miserable place faces and it was so normalized that this is just a stressful miserable thing that we do to get to the weekend you know it's bizarre you know, and, and that three-week or two-week holiday, right. Right. maybe once or twice if we're lucky. No, it doesn't have to be that way, you know. Yeah. So the fact that you're going, I there's something missing is a beautiful thing because that's an, that's an invitation. That's where you're starting to really connect with what's really going on inside of you. And then it's about taking action. And it might not be that you can make that leap, that transition into whatever it is that's calling you. And sometimes it's not a new job. Sometimes it's just a new way of being, you know, it's not always about changing career, Um, but it's about exploring that and, and prioritizing yourself enough to, yeah, make that exploration a priority in your life. Um, And that could just be, you know, I call it positively disrupting your life. You know, it's about how can I put myself in environments where I'm having new conversations that inspire new outlooks and new ways of thinking and new belief systems. Mm -hmm. It's about doing anything other than the status quo um, for yourself. Right. Oh, I love that. I know that this is something you talk about all the time, like being able to disrupt the, those those patterns that we have, mm. you know, and it's that whole idea that we, nothing's going to change. We can't expect things to be different if we continue to do the same thing, mm-hmm. right? Mm. I'm curious if you, throughout your life, had any words of wisdom that you lived by or like a prayer that you had or 
or any sort of affirmation that you've had your entire life that you always go back to? Um, not consciously, mm. not consciously. And I think that that's why when I, you know, had this profound experience during this period where I, I cared for my dad and, you know, what was so life-changing about that it is it was the first time that I'd stopped, you know, I, the first time I was really truly present and in the moment after this lifetime of doing and being in this hamster wheel of constantly thinking about the next goal and the next thing. Um, and it was during that period that I realized that I, that I really came to went from having a faith that there was a support out there for us, you know, that was bigger than just, you know, all that we can see and touch, um, to really experiencing it. And, uh, so, you know, for, for my entire life, I thought that the outcome of my world depended on my shoulders, you know. Um, and in some ways that paid dividends because it meant that I, you know, I had so much to prove both to myself and to society, you know, having been a young mum, that I was just driven to keep achieving and in, in the hope that I would get to this elusive place of enough, mm -hmm. um, which doesn't exist, right? Right. Certainly not by anything external. So, I mean, there was always that determination not to give up because I was in search of something. Um, but yeah, I, there, I don't, there wasn't anything consciously that, um, that I affirmed. And I think mm. if there had been, then I, I wouldn't have, you know, I, I was very disconnected from myself for many, many years. Mm. And, and, and that's the shift. And that's the, you know, today it, it's, it's less about, you know, focusing on the next goal and more about what is it that's you know what is it that's evolving here you know what is it that I feel called to do so mm -hmm. um it's a it's a real shift in I'm still as ambitious but it's coming from a much healthier whole space now yeah it's coming from a place of sustainability as opposed mm -hmm. to you know a, a I don't know, maybe like a place of like lack or a place yeah, of just absolutely. trying to gain more momentum. And, and it almost sounds like maybe you didn't have like a mantra or something, you know, that you, but you, you had the calling. I mean, you've had the calling. Yeah. Maybe that's what yeah. it was. It was like that, that unspoken desire to, you know. Yeah. You know what? Actually, I would say, thank you. You've just highlighted what it was. <laughs> I think, <laughs> I think, um, I had this, so one of the things that was a big, like a, a buzzword in our house as kids through my parents, my dad particularly, it was all about integrity and truth, you know, being honest and, and being honest with yourself. So I think that seed was really planted very young. And um, so whenever I did feel like there was, I was not, that I was in conflict with myself, I had to act on it. And, and so that would, that was there. I just didn't recognize it for all of what it was at that time. Um, and that's, that, that's helped me very much to, mm. to evolve. Um, yeah. Oh, I love that. I love that even more now. <laughs> um, Thank so, you. <laughs> so I, um, I, I want to ask you just uh, the last, last two questions. And I, I ask all my guests uh, these same two questions. And uh, the first one is about, uh, 
what Radically Loved is and, and why I created the podcast is this uh, belief idea that we are completely supported by the universe, uh, that the universe works for us and not against us, and we are radically loved and radically supported uh, by source, God, uh, the universe, whatever higher power of your understanding. Um, so the two questions are, uh, the first one is, how do you feel radically loved? And the second part to that is, what do you radically love? Oh, okay. How do I feel radically loved? Um, oh, I'm here experiencing serenity. You know, I have my moments. I, oh, of course I do. I have my days. Um, but the, this, this sense of peace, um, and wholeness and this, this knowledge that I can surrender my, 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 my challenges and, and those things that are, too, that feel like they're too much to work out on my own, um, to my higher power. I mean, that that's changed that knowledge that knowing has changed my life and um and I you know the more that we become open and build that relationship the more we start to experience um to experience it and and that in itself is is radical love I think mm. um and what do I radically love um gosh um this journey <laughs> this journey you know it's uh I I thought I knew it all <laughs> I really thought you know I thought I knew um yeah I thought I knew most things I'd given birth I'd experienced highs I'd experienced deep dark lows mm. and then uh discovered that there were miracles and um profound joy and pain of the same um depth that was beyond my yeah beyond my um comprehension and, and that was um yeah beautiful to discover beautiful to feel so insignificant and realize how little we know and how much more there is to know <laughs> that is my favorite feeling i love feeling that insignificance because it just makes everything else seem so trivial and yeah. it yeah it literally yeah. is like the best way to change your perspective jessica yeah. thank you yeah. so much for uh, being a guest on the show and for uh, just creating such a beautiful uh, work of art uh, for Thank us to you. be able to enjoy. Um, the book is called Purpose. And um, for the people listening to this podcast, where can they get more information about you and uh, your book and what you do? Sure. So, um, I mean, on my website, which is jessicahuey.com, my social media handle is jessicahueymbe. Um, and my book is kind of everywhere, Amazon and bookshops and things. Um and yeah, thank you. This has been so lovely. Oh, oh, good. I'm so glad. For the people listening, all of those links will be on the show notes. So if you click the show notes, uh, all of the links uh, to get in contact with Jessica will be there. 
Um, thank you so much for listening. Thank you for being on. I hope to have you again. Please come on I'd again. I'd love to. I'd love to. This has been such a pleasure, Rosie. Thank oh, you. Good. Thank you so much. I know you got to go, but thank you so much for doing this. I really appreciate it. I can't wait to share it with you. Yeah, it's such a joy. All right, my love. Thank you. Thank you. Thank I'll talk you. soon. Bye. 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 This podcast is brought to you by our very special sponsor, Ayurveda. So Ayurveda is the sister science to yoga. Ayurveda relies on the intelligence of mother nature and our own body's ability to heal. Most of you know that as a health coach and a nutritionist, I have spent most of my career always trying to find more natural and holistic modalities. I have an autoimmune disease, so this makes it a little bit more challenging, but it's manageable nonetheless, so long as my body is in full balance. A couple of weeks ago, I was talking to my dear friend and fellow podcaster, Sahara Rose, and I was telling her I was having all these issues with my stomach, my digestion, and she recommended this brand called Uveda. So I did my due diligence and I researched them and I found that this company is really created uh, an incredible brand of supplements to support everything that we love about our bodies and our body's natural ability to heal, but also using the tools of Ayurveda. So they use this as their foundation to everything that they do. As with everything, I'm always a bit dubious because I know there's not a one fix all supplement or brand, but I tried it. I used both the joints supplement and the digestion. And I'll tell you, after using it for about a month, I noticed such a huge difference. They are just such an incredible company. And I was able to chat with them and talk to them not only about the high quality of their product, but the high quality of their brand and their company and what they're trying to do. I quickly found that these people are my people. And all we're trying to do is create a ripple effect in the world so that we can continue to impact people's lives and create better health, deeper connections, and just overall healthy living. I'm so excited to not only partner with them, but to have them share a special code for all of the listeners. Go to uveda.com and type in Rosie, that's R-O-S-I-E, at checkout to get a special discount on all of their products. Do you want to go on an epic yoga adventure? I do. In fact, I, I, I do all the time. <laughs> when, when do I not want to go on an epic yoga adventure? And this fall, in an attempt to see the Northern Lights, we will go to Iceland into a journey through the chakras. It's going to be fun. If you're curious, you can email me at rosie at radicallyloved.com or go to the show notes and click the links to each of the retreats or you can go to radicallyloved.com. See you soon. Hey everyone, I hope you enjoyed this episode. I am so excited to continue to do this. Please share this with your friends. Email us, message us on Instagram at Rosie Acosta or on Twitter at Rosie Acosta. Subscribe on iTunes, write a review. We love doing this, so please help us continue to keep this podcast going. Thanks for listening.